Joining us now, he is the Director of Golf Operations for True Blue on the Waccamaw Trail. Bob Saganti joins us. Bob, welcome back into the golf shop. Welcome back, Bob. Thanks, guys. Good morning, Mark Good. and Matt. Uh, you're going to have a little bit uh, warmer weather going on, aren't you? Uh, we've got actually fantastic weather here. We've had it since Friday. It's been sunshine. Today we're going to hit uh, 60-some degrees. Wow. We've got a big game day golf event here at True Blue, so we're excited about that. Kickoff for that starts in about an hour. And the weather for the rest of the week looks fantastic. And, of course, all our sympathies go out to our friends across the country who are, who have had to go through those frigid conditions. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. In this case, it actually is. So, we're always good in Polly's Island. <laughs> all right. So, so tell us a little bit about True Blue. If, uh, if our listeners haven't played it yet, what, what kind of golf course, what kind of setup are we going to have? Do we have tree-lined fairways? Do we have a lot of bunkers? Do we have a lot of water? Or is it a little bit of everything? What you can expect at True Blue is you can expect a link-style golf course that's not hard by to see. Mike Strand designed a golf course with just huge fairways, uh, huge waste areas, very large rolling, undulating greens. Uh, it's actually not a tree-lined golf course. There are certainly some pines and some live oak off to the fringes, but it's really a link-style golf course here in the Myrtle Beach area, which is kind of unusual. Uh, there's actually some really nice elevation changes here, which is also a little unusual in the low country. So really just a uh, fantastic design, incredibly interesting. Uh, Mike Strantz was an artist before he was a golf course architect. So, uh, you know, he used a broad landscape here on True Blue at 18 holes on over 300 acres. Wow. Yeah, and you know, and, and one of the things too, you guys, uh, you guys can set the golf course up anywhere from around five thousand yards uh, at your front set of tees, all the way up to a little, uh, you know, a little over seventy one hundred yards from your back tees. Uh, you know, how do you guys generally set up this golf course? I mean, where do you generally put the markers at? Where do most people play from? Well, uh, it, it, you know, we're a public resort golf course. We actually get, you know, we have college events, Division One events. We've got a lot of junior play in the summertime. We actually add another set of junior tees in the summertime of some of our holes. So we really want to be a golf course for everybody. Um, and, you know, quite frankly, we should all play one tee forward. And we really push that initiative with our guests. We don't insist that they do that, but we suggest they do that. So we've got all types of players, Mark and Matt. I mean, I, you know, we get our pros and local jocks come out, and they'll play it all the way back and have a great time. And then we can have a high handicapper, you know, senior player play all the way up to the forward tees. They can get out and enjoy around the golf as well. You know, so we, we really set it up for everybody. Um, you know, we keep the markers around those yardages. You know, we've got GPS to help everyone throughout the golf course. But, but golf's all about having a great experience and having a good time. Now, if you want to have a miserable time and you're a <laughs> handicapper, if you want to go to the back tee, you're more than welcome to do that as long as you keep up the course pace of play. Right, Bob, talking about the the play it forward initiative, I, I just I, I it does it 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 baffles me how that was not done years and years ago because of a I mean it's so simple to think of if a, if a touring pro is hitting an eight iron into a green then you should play the tees where you're hitting an eight iron into the green. I do not understand why that took so long to get yeah, that, no, get absolutely. that in place and it speeds up play tremendously. Yeah, it's not only that. Uh, yeah, sure, the pace of play is important to the operator, sometimes not as much to the guest, sure. but really it's the enjoyment of the game. I mean, it, it is a game at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, sometimes smart people just can't think of simple things. And, and you know, that, that <laughs> stigma. Well, of, here, yeah. 
ladies tees or senior tees. We don't use that language at our golf course. I mean, they're forward tees, and they're you know the, here's the artist from the forward tees. And a matter of fact, if you guys are looking at a scorecard, we've completely changed all the colors of our tees. So what you would traditionally think of as a senior tee is gold is actually our championship tee. So right. you so we really we really want our customers to focus on the distance of the golf course and where they should be playing from. Not hey, I'm used to going here because that's the color tee I go to. Hey, so, hey, you know what? Maybe some people just don't want to be home for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hey, but you know, we do have we do have a vibrant bar and grill. There you know, you there are some well, other things to do at mm-hmm. Trim besides play golf. So I know I understand that. You know, I used to play eight hour rounds of golf too. That only took four hours on the golf course. <laughs> that's so exactly, Bob. That's exactly why I have plaintiff number one and plaintiff number two in my life. <laughs> 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 All right, so Bob, what's your what's your favorite hole on True Blue, and then what's the one shot during the round that you know that you just uh, are always kind of have in the back of your mind that man, I'm gonna have to hit this shot at some point. Uh, well, my favorite hole is it's the 13th hole, and it's not one you would traditionally think of. It's it's uh, I hate to say it's a semi blind tee shot, but it's a tremendously wide fairway. But the fairway is. Is buffered by mountains to the left and the right, and the green sits up in a hillside that's just framed by native flowers and grasses, and it's just beautiful most times of the year. To me, it really reflects the artistry of Mike Strands. Uh, the most nerve-wracking shot at True Blue is similar to the one at Caledonia. It's the second shot in the 18. Uh, depending on wind conditions of where you play, you could be hitting anything from a four-iron in there to a pitching wedge. But it's to a right to left green that slopes away from you, completely guarded by water in the front. Of course, the clubhouse sits there with an expansive porch. And at most times of the year, there's more than several people probably wagering on whether or not you're going to successfully pull off that golf shot. So even for a club professional and, and for better players, it'll still make you back off and think about it. You want to be successful on that. You want to hear the cheers, not the jeers. <laughs> Yeah, um, so when we talk about the bunkering here, I mean, it looks like there's some pretty expansive bunkering. Uh, is this all considered uh, hazard, or is any of it really waste area? Well, no, and, and, and I'm glad you asked that because this is really super important. Um, a couple years after the golf course opened, the golf course opened in 98 and 2001, um, I came over as a head professional there, and I thought a good player-friendly change that we all agreed to make along with the superintendent. All everything, all the sand areas are played as through the green at True Blue. They are not played as hazards. Um, back in 2001, embedded ball, you could you know you could pick up and move loose impediments because the, you know, the waste areas are so expansive. And quite frankly, it's almost impossible to maintain 60 acres of sand area yeah. to 100. percent So we just you know we wanted to make it user friendly, and, and a lot of our through the golf course, the carts do go through the waste area. So we want it to be a fair, as fair as possible to, to anyone playing the golf course. So the local rule is all sand areas are played as through the green. Now, or now through the course, excuse me, with the new 2019 rules. Yeah, so so how does that, I mean, how, how hard is it to take care of those areas sometimes? I mean, you know, do you guys drag the drag them to kind of keep them up every so often? How, how do you take care of those areas? Well, it's it's really, um, and, it, you know, it speaks to the ownership as well, and, you know, to, to pay the money and to have the buds that we really have. Um, quite frankly, we have, we have a pro retirees in, in, in the summertime, you know, high school and college age kids. That's, that's basically a full-time job. We are always, we always have at least, 
two to four people every day that's workable raking bunkers somewhere at True Blue. So we drag the greenside bunkers. We do hand rake. So it, it's, an, it's an enormous amount. It's a time commitment and a labor commitment, but it has to be done. And we're more than happy to do that. Yeah, I remember back in the day, I did some uh, some golf course maintenance as well. And the first thing that the uh, superintendent had me do uh, walking in there was, he said, we need all of the edges of the, uh, the you know, the ponds and the, and, the, and the water hazards and all the bunkers. We need them fly mode. And I said, sure. I said, okay. So, you know, and he kind of took me out and he showed me how to do it. And uh, I think after two and a half days, I ca- came back in and I said, I'm done. <laughs> and he's, he's like, huh? I, he said, you did that? Uh, yeah, you did this one? Yeah. I d- you did them all? Yes. Two and a half days? Yes. How the heck did you do it so fast? I said, because it stinks. Who wants to spend more time doing that? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, said, that, that's, yeah that, that's the job they always give to the newbies coming yeah, in, that's right. for sure. And, and if you can hack that and stay with it, then you know you're you're going to be a valuable asset. My back, my back could not put up with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was a college, I was a college kid, but you know it was kind of funny. He's like, yeah, the last kid we had, we came in here, he did it for a day, and at lunchtime the next day, he he went for lunch, he never came back. So they yeah, were, that's, yeah, they were excited that's, that I did everything. Yeah, that well, I, hey, we would have been excited too. We probably would have given you a raise on the spot. <laughs> well, the good news is, by the end of the summer, I was cutting the flag sticks. So, although the membership didn't exactly appreciate where I put pins all the time, but uh, you well, know, yeah. So, well, so mem- members, you can't please members all the time. Yeah. All we can do is try. Yeah. So, so talk to me a little bit about the uh, the rates going on down at True Blue and uh, T sheet availability going on this time of year. Sure. Well, our rates are seasonal, uh, and and they change. Actually, they can change daily depending on demand. But we our rates are anywhere from a you know for adults a summer twilight of forty nine dollars all you know into April that rate gets up to one hundred and seventy nine dollars. Uh, all rates include park tax, range balls, and GPS. Um, you know, we have you can find us on any golf package in the Myrtle Beach area. We actually have our own golf package company, Caledonia Golf Vacations. Uh, we do two round specials, partnering with True Blue and Caledonia. If you're just booking on your own, but you can also book a multi round package, and all that information can be found online at TrueBlueGolf.com. Yeah. All right. Well, Bob, man, we always appreciate you coming on with us. Have a great weekend, and we will catch up with you again soon. Thanks, guys. Take Thank care. you, Bob.